This is the Soli J and Nate show. Nate. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say I wish that this podcast someday could be sponsored by Truly. Because at this point, probably like what are you talking like that? 10% of my blood is made of Truly. Do you drink the a blue, lot of Truly? The blue one's the best one. The blue one is the best one. It's so it good. What is it called? Uh it's the tropical one. God, it's so good. It goes blue, green for me. Blue's green? The best. The green? No, 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 no. The no. green one. That's uh, the, I don't love the, the green. No, one. that's no. citrus. No. The red is the second best. Uh, blue, green, red, and then the other. This one. The I think. Or I think. I think blue, red. For all the listeners, purple, green. Blue is yes. That's exactly the correct order. I, blue is I don't yes. like. <laughs> um, but I don't for all love, the, all I don't love this one. For all the listeners, I'm just letting you know what we are talking about. If you are a truly drinker, or you have drank Trulys in the past. And you're like, you know what? I don't love it or whatever. I am with you. They taste like bad Lacroix. Okay. Lacroix. But I just want to be clear. Go get the colored cans, not the white cans, the red, blue, whatever. They're the fruit punch. punch. Oh, my gosh. Fruit punch trulies are the realness. Do people say that still? There's like actual There's only flavor. one gram of sugar. Yeah, it's the best. How? It's the best. Because of sucralose, dude. I don't give a shit. And it's... Is it not uh, erythritol or however you erythritol? Say yeah. No, you're and talking about you're talking about aspartame first. But of you're all. saying no. one gram That's, of sugar, but alcohol has nine calories per gram. That is true. Alcohol like is fat. created by sugar and uh, and. I'm just telling you what they put on the side of the can. Yeah, makes me feel right fine because about that's it. what sugar is added, but alcohol itself is. Made up of sugar and yeast, and so when sure. it breaks back down into your body. But if you look at a gallon of orange juice, right, it's ungodly how much. Oh, it's crazy. In. So this makes me feel better about it. This is so. What you're saying is this is healthier than fruit. You're looking skinny after drinking that. Truly, yeah. I'm gonna trim my diet, and I'm only going to drink truly. and eat just truly. I'm gonna mix this in with smoothies. I'm gonna drink these <laughs> instead of water. I like it. And I'm gonna be a happy person. I mean, you're working from home, right? How do they know? Truly diet. They don't give it. They buy these. These are in the office. (laughs) We have beer taps in our office. Yeah, dude. They have two taps. It's incredible. I will say that I have. And then literally coolers full of beer and seltzers at all times. You know how I know? Because I I interviewed there. How does that work out for you? (laughs) (laughs) I drink a lot of these. I tried to get you hired, bro. You tried, man. I tried so hard. I've never. Even gotten a buzz from this? Oh, never once. I mean, I, I drank like seven of them on fight night, and I felt pretty good. Seven would do it, maybe. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Justin, with those with that hot red notebook of yours. Well, before this, okay, I want to go back to the trying to get you hired thing. You want to know what I think? Really, it was. I don't know. It, it's embarrassing. Here's what I legitimately think: as enough time passed, that it's not going to hurt. It might hurt his feelings. I don't okay. know. I'll hurt my feelings? I don't know. None of dude, not this isn't gonna hurt his feelings. I am I don't know that you guys understand. I it's not it's not gonna hurt my feelings. My feelings are very difficult let to me hurt. T- let me tell you my thought. I can get upset at something, but that doesn't mean my feelings hurt. Let me okay. tell you my thought. Okay, this has gotta be a quick episode. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely yeah. think that they have a very specific idea in mind for that role. And they want someone who is laser focused on that 
and nothing else. And I think that our friendship might have and your friendship with Nick as well. Maybe. Made them concerned that you would be distracted by Did they ever hire anyone? They've not hired anybody. So that makes me feel a little better, but also They've interviewed a lot of people. That's I'm telling I, that's you. That's what he told me. So that was like when I left, he literally said, I have to break this down, but we're, we've interviewed a ton of people. And I was like, I get it. But I thought, you know, the interview went really well. Nick and Justin. He both really liked me, you. What's the position? Because you know, I might be the man for the job. You <laughs> might fit the bill. I don't think that you would like it. It's, it's making it's, phone calls. It's inside. It's a, they call it inside sales agent. It's phone. It's phone sales. Count me out. Cold yeah. calls. Talking to people who do not want... I love working there. It's the best work environment I've ever been a part of. I love it. But that job sucked. I hated picking up the phone and just dialing a number and half the time not knowing how to pronounce the name that I'm looking at, then having to ask for that person. And then them, they are so... When you get someone calling salesy, you don't like it. I hate... 95 immediately hang up 90 percent of the people i talked to did not want to talk to me yeah and then the other 10 percent are not qualified to buy a home they're talking to me because no one else will talk to them <laughs> are you you're gonna give me a house bro i'm telling you if you call me and it's a number i don't know i don't answer it and if you don't leave a voicemail i block it what hold on whoa 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 pause the phone you're telling me if i needed anna to give you a call for something leave a voicemail no hold on i was like hey babe can you call nathan here's his number and ask him for such and such because i'm at work i can't do it first off she calls you no but hear me out she calls you you don't answer i promise you that that girl is never going to leave you a voicemail you would block the number yeah unknowingly yeah why just don't answer because especially if they especially if it's like Two calls with no voicemails, especially blocked. If the That's same like, number calls me twice, I'm 100% answering it. Yeah. No. You've probably blocked a lot of important people's numbers. What, what if Kevin reached out to you? Who the you hell? Block him? Who the hell's Ke- Oh, your, My dad. your biological father? Um, Daddy Kev. He better leave me a voicemail. This is a that's, warning to all of you. If no, you're going to call my phone. No, this is the dumbest shit. No, it's a warning to you. This, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Nothing. You block, you go in. I don't even know how to block a number, first of all. you And he works for a phone company. Yeah. I mean, I, it's an exaggeration, Nathan. I know how to block a number. Just I'm go saying, with it. It's funnier. Yeah. I didn't even say that. Justin said it. You were like, let me show you. I was going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> that's Wait, crazy, yeah. though. You're blocked the number. Michael, did you know this? Yeah. I sit beside him and I'm like, answer it. Just answer it. But then he'll just block it. Yeah, he just That's does, crazy. does never answer. A, if I don't know the number, I don't answer. And if it's something important, like they'll leave a voicemail. Like your about car's it. warranty is going to expire. <laughs> Bro, just hang that shit up right away. Sometimes when I'm really bored. Oh, I was just about to say something. I'll talk to him. No, I hate it. I hate that. And I'll just go with it for a while. No, my the other my day, philosophy is like, I answer it, see that it is a scam, and then just block it afterwards. Here's what I, but I'm telling you, working this job changed my philosophy. Because I realized I was on the other end of the phone call, and I realized how... Do you sucky. leave voicemails? Uh, Jeez. I left an automated voicemail. 
Yeah, if it's a it's a pre will, it's a pre recorded message. Yeah, but you were yeah. sales. That's different than scams. I will listen to that True. voicemail. I'll talk to the scam people. The other, I talked to one like three days ago. Some a guy called me and said that I was in trouble with the FBI and I needed to give them my social. So I just gave him a fake social and I saw how long it would take me. He asked me for my address. I gave him a, just a made up address in my brain. Please don't give him this address. <laughs> One, two, <No>. three. <laughs> I was, no, I was like, uh, I, it was like probably like six, nine, four, twenty. Six, nine, four, two, zero. Yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. Fuck a lot of drive. four, twenty. Yeah. <laughs> and then he asked, and then like he asked for my name and I said my name is Deborah or something. And then <laughs> and finally he like obviously couldn't get that information together and he was like he started cussing me out in very graphic, like very horrible in a, in a not American accent. He's like Googling you as you're telling him. I don't know, bro. It was crazy. But it was bro. You're not effing Deborah. I'm you're not you. Deborah, you and he's like, you effing bleep 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 bleep. I have a crazy. pretty wide range on my vocabulary as most people on the show know i use lots of words that i don't want my kids to repeat i heard words used to me when i was just calling people just to see oh because here's the thing <laughs> i'm just calling to see you were looking around at homes on our website i'm just checking to see if you're thinking about buying a house and if so yeah you have any questions is there anything i can that was what i was doing if your answer is no I don't want to talk to you either. I just want to go to the next. That's true. You don't have to cuss him out. Right? I heard I was called some of the most horrific things on planet Earth. I'm not sad to be in a different role. I'm going to completely. I know it's my topic. I'm totally switching my topic right now. Well, we didn't know what the first one was. Well, I just want to be clear because I had told you all that it was a serious topic. And now I'm just taking a 180. Um, why is it? Because I don't have kids, obviously. Audible. Why, if you don't believe that cussing is bad, do you not want your kids to cuss? Does that make sense? I don't... Uh, the, here, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, because you seem like you have a more formed thought on they, this. Here's why. And I'll, well, Let me give you a backstory first. G- Gary Vaynerchuk, who is like an, a, a... He's a person he's on a Instagram. He's over the top. He's a, sure. He's, he's a great business guy, and he does a lot of motivational speaking and business tips and blah, blah, blah. He's known for being the only guy in that atmosphere that never wears a suit. He will never go to a business meeting in a tie. He cusses a lot. He's very outside the box. And a teacher had asked him, like he was having a conversation like, why do you cuss and do you blah, blah, blah. And he was like, it's just the way I, I talk. It's not a big deal. Like whenever I think, whenever you think the sentence, I love my like i i love my friends in my brain it is i love the fuck out of my friends and so my mouth says i love the fuck out of my friends and she's like well, do you let your kids talk like that and he's like yeah i don't care and she's like how does that make you feel and she's like and he just said basically i think there are a lot more important things in the world than mrs deborah in fourth grade english thinking that my son's going to be a failure in life because he said damn or whatever yeah. That's the that was the what got me thinking about this. I tend to agree wholeheartedly. Like that all sounds fantastic in theory. Um, I think that there are appropriate and inappropriate times to use certain language. Right. I don't think my kids realize what the appropriate, appropriate? and inappropriate times are. Appropriate hanging out with a like if they're hanging out. Here's when they'll never get in trouble for it. If 
my son's eight, even at like eight, and he's hanging out with other eight-year-olds, and I happen to overhear one of them say a cuss word, probably not going to say anything about it. But he needs to know that when he's talking with his friends, fine, say whatever you want, you know, do whatever you want. But when you're in a other classroom- Other parents might be mad about that. Well, that's fine. We can have a discussion. Right. Um, but if you're at someone else's house, for instance, or if you're at a school or if you're somewhere else and there's like societal norms and societal sure. rules, sure. just follow them. So It'll be easier for yourself. Is that, teach- is that yourself. teachable? Because like I said, I don't have kids, so obviously I don't know. Is it not? Is it just not? Yeah, right now. Because I knew other things, not cussing. But I knew my dad taught me at an early age about uh, firearm safety. We had guns around the house. And my dad taught me from a very young age when it is an appropriate and not appropriate time to touch, to be around. So, And I was right. able to learn that. Same thing. Yeah. But your dad also didn't leave guns. Shouldn't have left guns accessible at all times to an age. He probably had a gun safe, right? Or I locks on guns, whatever. Or at least in matter. a drawer or in, in a closet. In theory, if you had a kid that was eight. But I'm just saying, in general, I knew that. But you, for you, you would teach them gun safety, but you would also create an environment where they couldn't okay. fuck it up. Okay. Right? That's fair. Statement. This is a little bit Let's come up different. with a different metaphor then. And here's my, here's my answer to it. I agree with that. And also... You have, al- you have alcohol in your fridge, yeah. for instance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there's and appropriate have, and inappropriate times to use alcohol. And you have, uh, Oliver's what, four, five? Four. Four. And have, I don't even know. Have you had a conversation like, the, these are drink, like, don't touch these? He can't open. Oh, he can't open the fridge? No, he can open the fridge. He can't open a alcohol. Can. Oh, that's true. Or a bottle. I'm sure the time will come when he can. Yeah. And then okay. I'll have to figure it out. And then you just... Put it on a. Top and it's also sort of like um, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I would my, say my metaphors suck ass. Yeah. I would also say um, <laughs> like it with the appropriate and inappropriate things. Like uh, uh, we've had discussions with Calvin and and Asher to a little lesser extent because he's a little younger. But like like Calvin has said some stuff, uh, learned some words from various different places, and uh, so you, yeah, and his cousins had said some stuff that he, and (laughs) just different things like that. And, uh, it's like, this is a word that if like, it's just a word, it, you know, like we've had the discussion where like words hold different meanings to different people, you know, like she may have been called a bitch her whole life. And then you don't really want to say the word bitch around her because, you know, it's going to affect her differently than if you're, you know, saying it somewhere else, you know, like. Okay, let's or, fast forward then. So let's I, not talk about an eight year old. Let's yeah. fast forward to your kid. Well, is, let me, because yeah, I, I have go ahead. my piece too is for me, I don't want my kids to ever be in a situation where they are limited because of somebody else's small-mindedness. Here's what I mean. Let's say that the fourth graders are having a a birthday party and Oliver says, shit. But like a couple times. I don't want the other parents to not allow their kids to hang around Oliver because they don't want their kids to start talking like that. 
Sure. Okay. So I think that that's total horseshit that they would do that. And I think that it's an opportunity, like, just teach your kid that you don't want them to say that word, whatever. I don't care about cursing, obviously. Right. I, I think that it's, it's, they're just words. Now, I think that how you use, like, Oliver and Stella, it, when I hear them, like, being mean to each other, I tell them not, I don't c- correct the words that they're saying. I talk about, I want you guys to speak nicely to each 100%, 100%. other. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I don't care what you're saying, but what 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 the tone that you have right now is you're being mean to your sibling. Don't do that. Yeah. But if they were using those same words and they do in a funny and they're they're then that's a totally different environment. Right. So that I don't care about the words mean nothing to me, obviously. So for me, it's much like I don't have my hands and my neck tattooed yet, but the day will come I want that. But I'm going to wait until my kids are older. Because I don't, it's, again, it's small-minded, but I don't want other kids to look at, because tattoos have a stigma, to look at Oliver and Stella and Miles and feel a certain way about their kids being friends with my kids, who are the sweetest kids on planet Earth, right? because their dad has tattoos on his hand, or he has his throat tattooed. Those things don't mean shit. They're, right. Who cares if I have a picture drawn on my neck forever? It doesn't, it, it means nothing. But there are people in the world who build, say, put so much equity into these things. So then what do you say? So like you're, you're walking through the house and Oliver goes, shit. Are you saying anything to him? Like, no, oh, don't, don't use that word. He said fuck before. Right. That's, I guess that's the thing. But like I've known, Parents who obviously cuss, but tell their kids that's a bad word. And I've always been interested in that. No, 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 not you at all. I'm saying, I, I've that's always. That's how I grew up. Right, exactly. And there, and there well, were words that were not but curse your words that I wasn't allowed to say. But your parents probably thought those words were not great. I couldn't say gosh. I used to get in trouble for saying, oh my gosh. Did you, do your parents say gosh? My parents use lots of language that, right. they, that I got in trouble for using. So that's what I think is so strange is. I think it's strange, like, and it's the same thing as alcohol. I, I probably feel the same way about alcohol. I just think a different route could be taken. Maybe, Nathan, what you're saying is right. Like, it's more about, and I like your, your approach, too, of the limiting their ability to be able to interact with other children. And then in, I like, Nathan, what you're saying about teaching a child an appropriate place to use certain language. And that's a hundred percent right. Like I don't go to my, you know, I don't go to whatever. I don't, I wouldn't go to church and just be like, yo, fuck you asshole. Like I wouldn't say that super loud. Like that's not something I would do out of respect for the area that I'm in. Yeah. And you're not really going to do that in like your work environment. Right. Unless 100%. you've like really felt out that that sure. person's like, so there's, there's places where all sorts of stuff in my work environment. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you there's work. There's places where you can and can't. So I definitely agree with that, but I've always been curious about parents who themselves say cuss words, telling their kids, Oh, don't say that. That's a bad word. I've always been so straight. Here's it out by that. Here's Cause another, it's not a, you don't think it's a, you don't think it's a bad word. Why are you telling your child? It's a bad word. You just think it's a word that's an only appropriate for certain either ages or times or places. Yeah. Just like alcohol or guns or whatever you want to push there. I have another example kind of to get away from language, but also paint the same thought process for you. 
Uh, I've had people ask me before, like maybe you, I think you have like, what, what about if your kids want to get tattoos? Cause certain States, you know, the parents yeah. can sign off at Ooh, 16 or whatever. I've told people I absolutely not. I will absolutely not sign off on my, my 17 yeah. year old to have a tattoo. And people are always, they look at me like I'm an idiot because I'm You're covered tattooed. in tattoos. And my answer is there's a couple of things at play there. One you're gonna have that forever. Yeah. And at 17, cussing isn't forever. <laughs> but no, but impressions that you leave on people on people are. And so my 17 year old might get a tattoo that they really love at 17. That may and I again I think it's the small mindedness of other people. These things don't matter. The mm-hmm. the words you use don't matter. If I have a picture on my arm, doesn't matter. What a, all of these things that don't matter at all. They don't mean anything about who you are as a person or anything. But there are still people in the world and the time may come where all of these things change and that's great. But until then, I want to make sure that my kids are doing everything that they can do. And I'm, I'm looking out for them in that to create the most opportunity for themselves. So we joked earlier, like what if Stella's a tattoo artist? What if at seven, at 17, she knows that that's what she wants to do with her life. I will not sign off on her getting a tattoo until she's an adult and can make that decision on her own. own Yeah, that's fair. I'm just, I love, I clearly love tattoos and I would like to have a lot more of them. However, I don't want my child at any point in their childness, even up to 17 days, I mean, 17 years and 364 days when you're still a child, I don't want you to do, I'm not going to give a thumbs up on you doing anything that's going to potentially create Even a cussing? scenario where you're going to limit yourself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So are you correcting cussing? I'm it's not the cussing, it's the the uh, but that's the why in, I try to not you, behind it. I try right. to not curse in front of my kids, not right. because I think cursing so, is bad, but because I, think, I don't want them as a 4-year-old they do not understand the nuance that we've been talking yeah. about. I don't want to put them in that scenario, so I just try to not curse around my kids. So, like, telling a four-year-old that's a bad word, you shouldn't say it, and telling a 12-year-old that's a bad word, you shouldn't say it, I think are a little bit different because... I'm just talking about the verbiage there, though. Right. I think it's, like, you're talking to a a child who's just out of toddler-like age. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not going to understand certain concepts. You're talking to a 12-year-old. Black and white is more understandable for a four-year-old. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. One hundred percent. That's understandable. Off limits. So let's know. okay. Let's fast forward then. Yeah. So, so let's fast forward to a twelve-year-old or a who's walking around cussing all the time, and you're like, "Hey, you need like, th- there's times and places like it's your job as the parent to help them understand yeah. concepts." And I think to continue all the way up until they're seventeen, saying that's a bad word, you shouldn't say that, is lazy parenting. 100%. There's a better way to do it because There's, at that point, I understand, listen, I you're understand speaking to someone who can comprehend right, these. Concepts. And I understand that if if you are someone who believes that cussing is wrong, I I, I understand there's a difference there. Yeah, there are. If you truly, who, yeah. if you truly believe that cussing is um, wrong or bad or a sin or whatever, and then you're telling your 17 year old that okay, whatever, I, I may not agree with you, but you're the parent of your own yeah. child, and you can say bad word. I that's always been my weird thing though is parents that they themselves will cuss and then say, "Oh, you can't say that's a bad word" to like a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, and I'm like, it's not total, a, obviously you don't think it's a bad word at all. You say that's it. lazy parenting and it's completely hypocritical. Yeah. Like, and the child can see that. The, yeah, the preteen, always, the kid can hundred percent totally pick up on that. Distinct, yeah, and be can like, you? Do, how do you feel about saying 
that certain words, so like alcohol would be a good example. Alcohol is not bad, right? But telling, maybe letting your 14-year-old drink is not the best decision in the world. No. So I was going to say with like hookah, I smoke hookah all the time. Yep. That's a perfect example. I am of the opinion it, when that your kid's I would 15, not. When you're 15. No. Right. So then what I'm saying is they're, you're teaching what, you, the there's that that, that legally is not allowed no 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 yeah. i so know it's different i could just no i'm i'm just saying that that's from a the law from a teaching perspective from a teaching okay for instance like in texas anybody over the age i believe it's 15 if you're with your legal guardian can legally drink so like even in a restaurant back in the day they may have changed that but when i was a server it if you were with your legal guardian then if you were, I believe, 15 or 16 or above, they could order a drink for you, which is insane. But that's besides that the point. That is crazy. Um, now, that again, that might have changed. But when I was a server, that was a real thing and crazy. But outside of the legal standing, the approach I assume that you take with alcohol or shisha or whatever would be that there are things that adults have you know what's your, what's the approach there and is that the similar to cut where's the the approach similarities there, to cussing the approach there for me because i've heard that, that too like oh that's adult language yeah you're allowed to use that when you're an adult but obviously there's no legal boundaries to get around like there is with drinking and and smoking yeah for smoking i would love if they just never did it you know it's true it costs money it's not really good for me i am like, you know, there is health. That's what I would just go over with. It's like there is health detriment. Um, there is a cost detriment. Um, it would be better for you if you didn't. Now, if you're 18 and you do start smoking, uh, I'm going to wish you didn't, but I'm not going to be like, tell you that you can't. You're an adult. Right. Like, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But no, just, I mean, what do you, what's like, that's what I'm saying is what's your approach as you can, Calvin says he's 15, 16 years old, and he wants to smoke with you. It's illegal. Oh, it's illegal. Yeah. Sure, but that's, again, is that really your argument? It's illegal. It's not good for you. Uh, it's not good for me. Like, yeah. I but wish, I'd, hip- I, wish right. I didn't do it. But, I, okay, let's just, I, I'm an asshole 16-year-old. I'm going to say that's a fucking dumb argument, Dad. You're literally sitting here smoking saying you're not allowed to because it's not good for you. Also, I'm not going to hang out with my... Kids and smoke, though. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But I'm just saying, he it's not like they're not going to know that you go to the garage and smoke a hookah every night or whatever. Yeah, and he, at 16, might possibly wants be to, invited to poker night or be right. invited and to... And he wants to smoke. Is that your approach? Is it's illegal? Yeah. This I is, feel like mine would have a different approach. I just Again, say, I don't is, have kids. So what would yeah. your approach be? I feel like I think it's an important thing to talk about, like kind of like what you're talking about with cussing, is times and places. And when is appropriate and when is not. And at your age, the reason it's not is because of certain developmental things Ex- or yeah, I mean, decision-making or... What he said. No, he said it's illegal. No, and, that's he- and health and finances. Right, right. So, well, I would say more like... Uh, I would. I think I would take more... Well, the finances, I think, is a good discussion piece, too. Yeah. Other so than, is health. Other health's than, a huge one. And health's good. I think... It's exactly what I said. <laughs> I think it would be more, I think what I'm trying to say is it would be more like this is a an addictive substance that 
that you need to make a decision as an adult whether or not you want to partake in yeah and i unfortunately i unfortunately did i do like it i wouldn't tell him that like i and right it's not like you're gonna lie yeah but it's just a tricky it's just such a tricky thing it's a weird thing because there are things in life that like you just probably shouldn't do before like you shouldn't drink before you're of age now i don't know if 21's the I like I don't understand why drinking is twenty one, but smoking's eighteen. Or no, smoking's twenty one now, right? Yeah, I think so. Didn't they change that? Oh, really? I believe so. I think they changed that. But like, it is a weird thing. Like, you know, let's say someone goes off to war <laughs> at eighteen. They serve two years in Afghanistan, and they come back, and they're not allowed to have a beer. I always thought that was strange, but it is strange. You no, know, they um, just they just drove a tank. Now, but, you know. Also, on the other hand, uh, if like. And I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this, but if he went like, I remember and I want to try to hold on to this, um, like going to parties as a teenager and drinking and smoking and doing stuff. And I feel like, while not necessarily good, right? it wasn't for me. It was it was good socially. It was good like for sure. friendship. It was good However, for friendship. Also, it was good for I had like a seventeen year old kid die because he drove home. Yeah. In high so, school. So also being like don't not, dri- not don't the, drive. If not the twenty two year olds don't drink and drive. Yeah. I'm just saying Yeah. I but also you have to teach your kids like somehow the like How like, do you teach a child responsibly drinking without let you Well know, somehow somehow I Somehow I did it like I was not at like, even though I was going and getting shit faced with people, it, like I was always I wanted to go to the party where I was going to stay the night and I was going to be there till the next day and then drive home, you know, after being sober, you know, like I if it was like we're going to go out to this field, everyone's going to get drunk and then everyone's got to go home. I'm not interested in that. I don't want to be driving so I don't know if I was just more cautious or maybe. Like, I mean, there's a lot of kids that don't. So that's that's the obviously the danger. But also, that, but. I le- legitimately remember my dad, not my mom, because my mom was like not wanting us to do anything at all. But my dad basically saying things like, like kind of low key, knowing what I was going to go do, and not really knowing that he like couldn't stop it, but like at least tried to be like, Hey, if you're going somewhere and people are drinking, don't be in the cars. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so that's probably a good idea to like, kind of just I not necessarily like, but like being like, if you, not being, not being like, if you drink, don't drive like directly, like kind of giving them permission to drink maybe. But like my dad was like, if you're somewhere and people are drinking, don't ride with them. But I also, also think that there's so much... This goes back to the lazy parenting thing. <clears throat> if you've been a shit, disconnected parent for 16 years, mm-hmm. and then your kid is going to do something like that... I'm not saying your dad was this way. Um, And you try to, in that moment, instill a little bit of parental wisdom... It's gonna fall on deaf ears. They're they're not gonna. They don't respect you. Yeah, you gotta you. build. If you've not spent those sixteen years 
creating a, a bond and trust and and communication and all those things with your kid, you say whatever you want. Well, my They're going to ha- see hypocrisy. They're going to see control. They're going to see whatever. Whereas I want to create with my kids. I don't want them to make mistakes, obviously. But it's inevitable that they will do something that I w- am not going to be a big fan of at some point in their life. I don't. I want to create an environment where we have a relationship where they may find themselves in a situation where they've done something like gotten drunk at a party at 16. What I don't want them to do is to ever escalate a situation out of fear and instead be called, call me and say, Hey dad, like, uh, you like, I'm, I'm drunk. Can you come get me and have built a relationship over time where I, I can say, absolutely. I'll be there to pick you up. Yeah. And then the after effect of that is to not shame but it's to teach and it's to help invest in them more. That's what's so, that's what's so hard. It is someone hard. as like, I'm sure as a parent, it's hard. Someone who's not a parent that those are the things that stress me out. Thinking about being a parent is because I, how do you do that? I don't, I don't want to be the guy. I don't want to be the dad that picks up my son or daughter and just berates them. Obviously. Cause I don't think that that is going to do. I don't think that's going to build anything out of that. I also don't want to be the dad that's like so fucking chill that they don't find that anything was bad about anything that right. they did. Well, my house is not going to be the party house. Well, yeah, right. Like like we're not going like, to have everybody my kids to be like, drinking. "Oh, sweet. Dad picked me up, didn't have any conversations, didn't like not everything was totally chill, so I'll do that again next weekend." But I also don't want to be like yelling at them either cuz I I've seen both. Yeah, there's you got to have seen, a conversation. I, I've seen the parents on both sides. I've seen the parents that yell and I've also seen the parents that are like help their kids fucking throw the parties. Like those parents are Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's so like, how do you balance like that though? The, how do I have a conversation with a 16-year-old and be cool about you it? You got to have a conversation. It doesn't start at 16. Yeah, it's a long that's road Even, from that's birth terrifying. To yeah. Even at 5 years old with Calvin, I'm already telling him like like if he does something like take a cookie without asking or whatever, like, and then he's been, he'll come and like tell on himself. And so does Asher, which is kind yeah. of funny. Um, but like you try not to be mad at that. And you just talk to him about like why we don't, you know, it, it's not that we don't want you to yeah. eat a cookie. It's that you need to eat dinner I, first. I always found it interesting. Like, and you can come like even the whole like the whole time I've been telling them and I really hope that it sticks and I, I think over time that it will, like, you can come talk to me and tell me anything. You can come tell me anything. You like it doesn't matter, like it, it and even like I even at this young of an age as a five year old, like telling them that like if if someone says something inappropriate to you or tries to do something inappropriate right. or like you can come like don't or Cause you know, you've heard that stuff like where people like tell kids that they'll be in trouble if they go and tell that yeah. they've been te- like, and you're like, no, like you can come talk to me and we'll have a conversation about it. And he's five. He obviously doesn't like understand, understand everything. completely. But like, I'm trying to drill that into him that he can, it doesn't matter what's happening in yeah. his life. Well, and here's why I think all of that matters. For me, like my dad would say that same thing. Like you can come talk to me about anything, but on the reverse side of that, my dad also spent my entire life beating the shit out of me and screaming at me right. for 
getting a bad grade. So you, you think that I felt safe talking, talking about, about anything, anything else? Right. And so for me, that fell on deaf ears yeah. because I was afraid that this thing that was worse than that, than getting a bad grade in school, what if that was if I got beat for that, what would the punishment for this for drinking have been? Oh yeah, right. Or smoking weed have been or having sex like what what at that at that point there had been the equity had not been built it had been right, torn down right. and torn away and, and 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 diminished to nothing so for me i it's i try so hard to when i'm with my kid like the kids to make sure that i'm creating an environment where they feel that and they know that that's true like yeah okay yeah. if you mess up okay Okay, so so how do wh- how would we do that differently next time? And talking about it, and that way they'll come snitch on themselves, yeah. like because they know that oh, I realized that I made a mistake. I'm gonna go talk to dad and see like how so can I do this. So then that's hard. Do you are, do you still quote unquote are they in trouble if they do something bad? There's consequences they, for your actions if they tell on themselves. That's always been hard. That that's always yeah, weird. not as. Not as severe, severe. If, like you. It's like find pleading guilty, out. basically. Yeah, I found it interesting. I was I was on TikTok and I don't know whenever a couple weeks ago, and someone had done the the sound that a bunch of people like would respond to, and they would stitch it or whatever. And the sound was, you know, what was the one thing that your parents did that you th- like? What was the one rule that your parents had that was super cool? I'll start, and then of course everyone else stitches their answers. And one person said that they were allowed to, everything was negotiable. And I thought this was a really interesting parenting take. Like if my mom thought, if, if we had a rule in the house that whatever, you're not allowed to do such and such. You're not allowed to watch the Rugrats. Then you could come up to me and say, uh, I think this is a stupid rule and I think we should change the rule. And my mom would say, Go present, go create a case for yourself. Go tell me why. And I want uh, reasons. I want like, I want, you know, points and reasons. And if you can create a good enough argument and you can convince me, that's fine. Instead of just being like, because I said so. Right. Well, or, and, and that's because like, I hated that when I was a kid, I hate it because I said so. That was, that's getting your kid to engage and think and like, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. That's such a cool idea. Like, Oh, I think this rule is cool. Hey, I want to go to my friend's house. No. And then instead of why because I said so or why because you you, you can't you can't or whatever, it was okay, if you want to go to Johnny's tonight, you need to present your case. I'll tell you, I'll present my case and then we'll see who has a better argument and and I'll be fair about it. And cool. And I thought that was a very interesting Yeah, I do that a little bit. We make like uh uh I do like like deals. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to do this, and this is super important to you, like, for instance, Calvin uh, really wanted Minecraft. So it's yeah. like, well, if you really want Minecraft, like, I'm not just going to buy a $60 Switch yeah. game for you. Right. So what can we do to, like, earn, like, we'll make a deal. If yeah. you, uh, and the the deal that we did was is if you try uh, a new food, <laughs> at din at dinner time because he has a trouble with that. If you try a new food at dinner time for uh like two weeks without whining, then we can yeah. then we can go buy Minecraft. You know, yeah. like and that's yeah. 
My parents so, did like, a really good job of um, with money. Yeah, my, my, we always had like we weren't always the most well off in the world. Like I've heard some other, I've heard other people talk about like some of their like I'd get a hundred dollars for every A I got, and I'm like, what the fuck? But it wasn't like that. But we did, you know, we had chores that we were supposed to do. Yeah, and I, I think they did a good job of two things. We would get an allowance for some chores, but some chores were just part of being the family, which I I thought that was very cool. Like. Yeah, my my dad and mom were always big on if you see something that needs to be done, this is a team, this is a family unit, do it. But then we also had chores that like we would get an allowance for at the end of the week, and if we did something to, we could do things to lose the allowance too. Obviously, like if we did just something atrocious, I punch my sister in the face or whatever. Yeah, that was a big thing was losing my income. You know, I lose my pay. I thought that was interesting. You know, like, I think that that did a good job of, like, teaching me about saving. And, like, I always yeah. bought my own. A lot of, my parents bought me tons of stuff, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, a lot of things. Like, I remember I my first big, big purchase, I was, like, eight. And I bought a Game Boy Advance SP. It was, 90, it was like, $99 or $199. And I had saved for a long time. And I remember buying that and Mario Tennis or something like that. I don't oh, know why. Worst game yeah. selection. Dude, that game was awesome, first of all. But, um... I remember doing that. Pokemon's that was, that always cool the move on the Game Boy. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, uh, you should have presented an argument. But yeah, Calvin right now has fifteen dollars saved up from uh, yeah. teeth that he's lost. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, Oliver's been talking about saving money. We were at SeaWorld a while ago, and he saw this stuffed hammerhead shark that he liked, and he asked, "Dad, can sometime can we get that?" Yeah, maybe. Of sometime we might be able to get that. <laughs> and I, I buy them whatever, but he didn't right. present it as a dad, can I have that? He presented yeah. that as a sometime can we get that? And I was like, yeah, maybe. He's been talking to me about say like when I when I can buy my hammerhead, hammerhead. shark. That's cool as shit. Yeah, he, that he'll is like cool. find coins and he'll bring them to me and be like, have these. Can you save this? <laughs> You're like his you banker. Gotta, you got to give him a piggy bank or something. He's got one. What has That's he? Awesome. Have you determined this is this is important to me for some reason? But uh, first off, I'll say this: my kids don't believe in any like no Santa Claus, no tooth fairy, no. I've really sucked oh. that away from them. Wait, why don't they, I thought you said they have money for teeth? Yeah, you just give I them just money give for them teeth. Money. Yeah, they know that it comes from me, but. Uh, so that's, we've that's weirder. We've established. Uh, Let me buy your teeth, kid. Yeah, that's fucking way weirder. <laughs> well, hey, hey, kids, just to let you know, when you lose them, dad gives you money. Like I'd Dave, be like punching my own Dave teeth Chappelle out. Meme where he's like, "Y'all got any more of that crack?" Yeah, <laughs> like y'all got any more of them teeth? So uh, we, I'd be scared to open my mouth around dad. I'd be telling my my friends like, "Dude, if you give your teeth to my dad, yeah, he'll give he's gonna money. give you some money." <laughs> so they do. So they don't. They know that they show up with a box. Yeah, to, yeah Calvin's gonna show up with a box of other All kids' teeth. teeth. They know that they know that they're not real, but we still He's gonna pin a kid hey, down on the playground how, in kindergarten. How much can I get for this? And like try to rip some kid's tooth out. He's Nathan's like, gonna get a phone call. He's yeah. gonna have to go to the principal's office, and Calvin's gonna be like, "I wanted some money no, for my next Game Boy game." We talk about it like the Tooth Fairy is doing it, but he knows the Tooth Fairy's not real. So it's like Nathan a fun dresses game. up, yeah, with wings. But so what I've told him though is that. The your first tooth and your last tooth are worth more than the other teeth. 
So he fuck got, them other teeth. No, so. I think it should be. I think it should be by type. Like I think an incisor has got to be worth more than like weight. <laughs> like you're doing. Oh, it by okay. Weight. So molars no. are worth the most. So, but what I what I did was because of because of supply and demand. So right now we don't have any of the tooth fairy doesn't have any of your teeth. So that first tooth is worth more because now she, you know, she's trying to get that that supply, and then she's gonna have all kinds of your teeth. You know, throughout losing the teeth, but then the supply is going to dry up when you lose your last tooth. Wait, this is so what you're that, actually telling him? Yeah, y'all spend a lot of time talking about the tooth fairy, and so for somebody who doesn't exist. So, but what do you think the? So I valued the. I first, would teach them about deregulated market of tooth fairies. So there's a lot of tooth fairies. So you should market your teeth around, see who's paying the most. Uh, <laughs> so well, there's only one tooth fairy. It's me, and. So I, I valued the first tooth at ten bucks. You think that's Whoa! too much? My initial thought was ten, and then five, and then ten. But wait, five dollars? Yeah, but then I thought that's kind of expensive. What if you do five for the first, and then a dollar for the other ones? But then I thought that's not a lot of money. You can't buy anything with that. Pretty sure I how got much like did you get? How, many, how many teeth do kids have? Twenty six. I made that up. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's somewhere around there, like twenty eight, twenty six. You end up with a thirty two. Yeah, when you're when your molar, if centered. you're lucky. I have thirty two. I got my molars taken out. They were carved out. of No, my you face. didn't get your molar. You got your wisdom. My teeth wisdom taken teeth out. carved out of my. Not face. all. Just you can't just say I got my molars taken out. Okay, it was a mistake. <laughs> Fuck you for the way that you come at me. <laughs> God damn. Just fucking silly. attack me. Yeah. Mm. Sorry that I don't, I'm not an expert on teeth. I, I'm glad I said, that you are with yours. Yeah, I said incisors earlier. I don't know what incisors are. Yeah, fuck you. I don't know what incisors are. I don't, I don't know, know if that's either. too much. I don't know. Are you paying? I how did. much are you paying for the other ones? I, the second one I paid five bucks for, but it's going to go down. So Whoa. what if you go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1? Well, I think I was, I was thinking like. What did y'all get us, kids? I don't think I got any money as kids. Justin said a beating. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lost another tooth. I'm going to give you a reason to lose a tooth. Better not misplace this again. Yeah, for real. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm I got, not there. So I, I also thought. I thought I got a dollar. Maybe and here's, 50 cents. Here's the other thing you got to think about, Jay, is if you are giving your kids money for their teeth, you also have three kids. So whatever you do for Oliver, it's got to carry over. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Okay, I'm doing... My aunt, back in the day, her kids would... My cousins would complain specifically to them, would complain so much at Christmas about this person's gifts were worth more than mine or whatever. So she... Their Christmas just got worse, but she had to do it fair. So she would spend the exact amount on each kid. She had four kids. I hate that shit. I do, too. That's bullshit. I'll yank some teeth out for that. My, You know what my dad would have said? You're going to complain about your fucking Christmas gifts? No Christmas. I, he wouldn't have said fucking, though. He said he would have said, you complain about your darn... Gosh, about darn your it. stinking Christmas? I'll give you something to complain about. Have I ever told you about the first time I ever heard my dad cuss? I feel like maybe. It was the most terrifying moment of my life. I don't even know if he remembers this. He, first I, off, Sean doesn't cuss. Sean does not cuss. Well, Sean and oh, Amy does not cuss at all. Mom, mom, My mom is a saint. She... Gags at the smell of alcohol 
One time I gave her a drink that was just juice, told her it was alcohol, and she went, ah, I just can taste the alcohol. It's like <laughs> those videos when people are at bars and they're pouring water, like bartenders are putting mm-hmm. water in people's oh, cups yeah. and they're like making the face as though you drink vodka. You're an idiot. No, that That's really water, ha- bud. That really happened. I put like uh, pineapple juice in something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Mom is a saint. My dad has now become kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So he'll like, just around me, he'll say like, ass and then my if my mom hears it she'll be like sean and it's <laughs> my favorite thing in the world i love that my dad has loosened up like as i've become an adult but you know as, as a kid falling off the rails yeah now i'm a disappointment to everyone but um, not to me thanks buddy um so when i was probably i think i was 16 i had never heard either of my parents even say damn or ass or like the even the most mild of cuss words quote unquote and I was being a dickhead. I don't know. I, I was arguing with my dad, and he kept telling me to do something, and I was just argue, being a doucher about it, probably. And I guess I was being like, why do I have to do that? I don't understand why I have to do that. And he was in the kitchen. He was cutting vegetables on a like a fiberglass cutting board. I don't even know if he remembers this. He was, but he was cutting vegetables on a cutting board, like one of those. I don't know if it's fiberglass. Maybe pl- the plastic? plastic, maybe they're plastic. plastic, but the ones that are like kind of clear, but it's, over time you cut it a bunch. So there's a bunch of white knife marks all over it. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Plastic. Sure. Plastic. I don't know. What, what is fiberglass? Not that fiberglass is like insulation. No, is that's not? yeah. But there's, you can have like thick fiberglass. That's actually hard. Not Car- like, like foam. Talking about like, like, I don't know. It was plastic. I don't fiber. Know. Sure. It was plastic. Anyways, he's cutting something in the kitchen, meat or vegetables or whatever. And I just kept being, we were arguing and it was getting really heated. And I was like, I guess I said like, I don't know why I have to do that. And he lifted up the, the cutting board with everything on it and slammed it down on the counter and said, because I said so, damn it. And the cutting board broke and like went everywhere and the vegetables that went everywhere. And in that, cause I was 16 or 17, never even heard my dad say a single cuss word. And my dad is the same height as me, except for like 70 pounds lighter than me. My dad is a, is a smaller man. But I, in that moment, I have never been more afraid of anybody ever. And since then, I've never been afraid of anybody in my entire life. And I just went. I didn't even, he didn't even need to tell me. I just went to my room. Did you ever punch you? No. No, no, no. No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was, no, I just, I'm I just was like, not abused. I wasn't abused. It, to me, that moment, because I had just never seen anything at all like that, but I was just being, I guess I was just being such, such an asshole that it finally, and I think that that might be realistically the best thing my my dad ever did to get through to You me. know what that was, right? That was lazy parenting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really because appreciated I that moment. So. I, I view it in my brain, not as a negative memory, like, oh my God, my dad cussed. I, it's genu- genuinely one of my like breakthrough, like what I think my dad got through to me the most as a dickhead 17 year old who always talked back. Cause I'm, I've been like this my whole life, you know, just must be hard, hard headed and argumentative and you know how I am. And I've always been like that. So imagine being my parent. God bless. Can you imagine parenting me, Justin? (laughs) No. Yeah, we have to do it on this podcast. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I (laughs) I like laid that one up for you to volley. That's it. Yeah. Good conversation about parenting of 
the only one who doesn't have kids here. Yeah, good good talk. I can I can go get a, a pet hamster and what a cat. I'm allergic. I've been getting real itchy and sneezy over here. Mm-hmm. Well, we're almost done. Um, do you have anything to add? No. Do you have anything? You're a parent. Um, negotiating with the two and a half year old about eating her dinner, bro. It's like a so it's like situation. Uh, okay, so she runs around, and we're like, okay, here's a bite, and she'll zoom past us, and we're like, okay, you you can get a puzzle, but you got to come to the table. <laughs> you can read a book. You got to eat this food, bro. My ki- Stella just does not want to eat at all. She just wants to do anything else. She loves because oh, eating loves is a, eat. it's when it's meal time. Right. She does not want to sit and eat. Do you, I wonder if that's a thing. Like, do you let them snack a lot? She eats all day long. So maybe if she didn't snack, I'm not going to tell my kid when they say I'm hungry. Yeah. Sorry. True. I'm not going to do that shit. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how to parent. Obviously I don't have a kid, so I'm uh, sure there are lots of parents that would say that that's a thing though. Yeah. Like food like, is really hard. Food is for meal time. You know, well, kind of thing. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm sure there are a I lot know. of parents oh, that would I'm sure there that. are. And, and those would... kids probably are super excited for mealtime. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's right. I get to the point where I'm like, like, if they don't want to eat what we're eating, I'm like, just send them to bed without food. That, and that was And Liz is like, no, we can't do that. Oh, my, my mom. I don't want to hear you complain about being hungry later. Yeah, that so was my mom and dad. Just, we're going to eat this food. My mom and dad always like I've I had friends who I would go to their houses and they'd be like, their mom would make whatever for everyone, like the family and me who's visiting the house. And their kid, like my friend would be like, oh, mom, I don't like this. And she would get up and make something else for them. Nah. And I'm like, what the fuck? My parents would never. And I, again, I'm saying this as a good thing, not a bad thing. My parents would never have made another meal for me. Did you guys ever go to a friend's house who like their parents... Like my friend, anytime we had dinner, he would have to ask to be dismissed from the table. We used to have to. Really? Mm-hmm. That was weird. That's to me. weird. We yeah. stayed. My family is a is a table eating fan. Like growing up, we, like we were not living, living room. room we stuff. were not a living room family. We were a like it was a nightly thing. That's where we talked. We did devotions. We would do. We would do. T- we would do. <laughs> we would eat dinner. Then all of us would sit there until we were all done. Not until you're done, until all everyone's done, and then we would do devotions at the table. Oh, I went. I sat down, scarfed whatever chili or whatever my mom made, and then I was back in my room playing video yeah, games. Dude, no, I, I was never. We, my family was very like all together. Like we were always together. Like if we were home, like I never really was in my room with the door. Cl- like I was never. Oh, I'd be the, out like even all the time. Oh, I was never in my room. I would like, I guess I'd do homework sometimes, probably when I was later, like when I was 16, 17, maybe. But like growing up, I was either playing video games and my dad would come play with me and stuff, or we were watching like TV. We were watching like 24 Here's or something thing, together. Both my, is great. both my dad and my mom worked. Oh. So it was like at some, night times? So, yeah, sometimes my mom. Okay. And then my dad for a long time worked a graveyard shift. So he would get home at like, 10 a.m. or whatever, sleep till from 10 to like six, get up and then have to be at work at like one o'clock in the Jeez morning. Louise. So, yeah, for a long time. And it would be funny. One it's a time. generational thing too. I feel like a lot of times we don't 
understand some of the shitty jobs that our parents probably had. Yeah, I mean, to, he worked to, at FedEx to support my like five thousand calorie a day diet that oh, I was on and it in was, high school. It was all. F- uh, at one point, it was all five of their children Jeez. and our friends that were over. Yeah, all the time. Constantly. Dude, the amount that I ate when I was like 15, 16, the amount of food that I ate was disgusting. I've it was never, outrageous. I've never done we used that. to like, really? Try, we used to try to like eat entire pizzas and stuff. Oh, yeah, all the time. I went to see, dude, one time, I can't eat like this now, but I, I used to eat, like, I would put myself in an eating competition. We went to CC's one time, which. Man, I haven't been to CC's in a long time. We should go to CC's because, Jay, you love CC's. I love CC's. We went to CC's and we would eat the whole pizza except for one bite of the crust. And that was how you counted how many slices you ate. And I ate 32 slices one time. I lost to a kid who ate 34. Too much pizza, dude. Disgusting. That is disgusting. And also, if I went there, if you paid me $1 trillion right now, I couldn't eat 32 slices. Bro, Uh, I usually (laughs) get the first plate and then I'm... I'm good. What? Justin. Yeah, bro. Uh, Justin Cole, who has been a guest on this podcast. One time we were at IHOP and it was like one o'clock in the morning after we went to a show. And I may get this wrong, but I believe that dude ate. Uh, it was like it was either a half dozen or a dozen eggs. Scrambled. Right. And. The whatever like nine ounce ribeye steak that they like Holy or whatever, crap, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> yeah, I did. He ate so much, and then after that, just for fun, he drank syrup from the syrup. Oh, like God, it was my the blueberry syrup. My cousin, so good. There. My cousin Rudy, his best friend, his name is Matt, and he like on a regular basis will order a large pizza and he'll get a gallon of or what is the what are the big ice creams? How much is that? A gallon. Yeah, half gallon. A half, gallon half gallon of ice cream. He'll eat the entire large pizza by himself and the half gallon of yeah. ice cream by himself. And he does that. Bro, like if, I, often. if I were a large pizza, that's three. three I'm a four slicer. That's at least three meals. Oh, I eat like, I'm a four slicer. I eat th- three, three slice? slices. Yeah. Usually two. You're a two slicer. You're a, you eat like I'm a little bird. Like, I'm saying three slices. Three slices. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> three slices. If like I'm really hungry, really two slices normally. Yeah. yeah. When I was in high school, almost every single day, I would make myself a milkshake, and it would, this would be the milkshake. Two scoops of vanilla ice cream, chocolate syrup, two spoons of peanut butter, two raw eggs, protein powder, a banana, creatine every day. That's like a 2,000-calorie shake right there. Yeah, did you work out after that? We, I worked out like well, – in high school, I worked out like five times a day, every day, all the time. I was a stick in high school, and I was doing 6 a.m. workouts, and then I would do – have practice and then we'd have weightlifting. Something's not adding up. Obviously it was exaggerative numbers, but realistically, so I do, I would do 6am workouts. So that's an hour and a half. And then I would have uh, practice at the end of school for like two hours or whatever. So that's four hours. And then I would do weightlifting after that for like an hour. So I was working out for like five hours a day, every day. Screw that. For like six days a week. We would go on Saturdays to do workouts too during football season. I played football seventh and eighth grade and worked out during those times. And then after and I then, quit, never worked and out. And then again. when I wasn't playing sports or doing homework, I was probably jumping or running around sweating somewhere else, anyways. Well, I hiked a lot. I was played just a lot crazy. of basketball. My workouts for sports were hanging out. In the weight room. Oh man! Oh, really? Our, the coaches didn't like. Dude, make our coaches you do shit. were intense. Yeah, but we would just. Our like, coaches gave us whoopings. We got whoopings. 
But we would just like sexually. No, not we would, sexually. We would do the workouts, but we'd half-ass them. And Aubrey, you were allowed to get whoopings. I I was too, but not a coach. The coach the gave principal. me a whooping. Coach Segleski gave me a whooping once. The principal, and there had to be a witness. <laughs> Serious. That I mean, that's probably wise. Yeah. Yeah. Pilot. It's point. Probably more wise to not whip children. Do whoopings, man. Well. What are you gonna do? Uh, thanks for tuning into this episode of the SJN <laughs> Show. <laughs> If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by either visiting patreon.com slash the SJN show or going to our website, the SJN show.com and finding the support us tab and following that link to Patreon. You can also call and leave us a voicemail by dialing on your cellular device, 407-900-3820. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. We'll talk back to you. Uh, and we can't wait to see you next week. Woo. Easter eggs.